Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> hey y'all, I'm Dr. Samaria Culver. If this is your first time, whatever you're watching is whether it be on my YouTube channel, my podcast, wherever, Facebook, I'm all I'm on all the social medias. Okay. Whatever you're watching this, welcome. Uh, for those who are don't know, uh, and maybe you're new, um, so I'm a licensed therapist, a published author. Um, I went close to 60 books. Um, my goal is 100 the next five to 10 years. Uh, what else? I have a podcast. I have all kinds of stuff going on. I own a private practice called Kingdom Creative Council. We're located in Greensboro, North Carolina. All right. So welcome again. <laughs> How many times I will tell y'all welcome? But anyway, I want to do a uh, brief talk about the 10 mindsets of a leader. For those who don't know, I just released yet another book. Uh, and I think uh, I lost count of which number, but it's good. Okay. And that book is called Learning to Lead. And it is a biblical perspective on um, uh, biblical organizational uh, leadership training and development. Uh, I do have a PhD in Christian organization leadership. <laughs> and believe it or not, even though I'm a licensed therapist, um, the, the core clients that I see in my private practice, I have lots of experience in different areas, are um, uh, uh, leaders, basically, who experience an emotional wounds. And so... Um, I like to talk from those veins, which is why I want this direction plus to try to you know, promote my book. Okay. So make sure you pick up Learn to Lead. There's a 20% discount. Go to my website. If you do the digital product, you type in learning the number two lead at the digital product only. Okay. Now, if you want a paperback, you got to pay, pay uh, full price. I love paperbacks as well as I love digital. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's that. So that's about 10 mindsets of a leader. I am, again, make sure you keep following all social media platforms. I'm working on yet another book. It's going to be released. I don't know when, but it's probably I'm, I'm, my goal is for the end of May um, called um, Healing the Emotional Wounds of Leaders. So y'all talk a lot about this stuff, right? So 10 mindsets. It's going to be very different of a leader. Let me just say this. I studied a lot of work by uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. So I always like to try, try to give people credit um, or credit is due. One thing Dr. Miles Monroe said in, in his teachings on leadership, he said that everybody is a leader. That is absolutely true. Everybody is a leader. Now, how that shows up is going to be different depending upon your 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 field of practice, your sphere of influence. Leadership is not a title. I'm going to tell you that in a minute. It's not a title. I see a lot of people have titles and they have no, I don't see their leadership development piece of it. Because so a lot of times, again, you're raised in church. Uh, <laughs> you're not, it's just not knocking church, y'all. Okay, so don't, don't, don't come for me. Y'all know people get defended. How dare you? Sometimes when you're raised in church, you have a certain um, identity of what a leader is versus what a leader is not. And um, and we think because someone has a title, then that automatically, by default, makes them a leader. And it does not. You have to be, even though everyone is a leader, you still have to be trained and developed. And it's very dangerous to uh, take on titles and, and start doing things uh, when you have not been trained to do so. But we are a leader in our own way. You may not necessarily be leading, leading people, but you can influence them in some way. Uh, sometimes you're leading people from a distance. They are uh, they are mirroring or they are inspired by your work or what you have accomplished or just you're just naturally someone that people glean on. Have you ever been in the context of uh, or even family and uh, you are the one that everyone goes to counseling for? And in your family. Sometimes that can be very stressful, right? Um, maybe you're at the work and maybe you do have a position, but maybe you don't. But everybody knows that you're a leader. For me, people, um, I like to mentor and inspire other people because I do have experience doing that. <laughs> um, 
uh, in my field of practice into, into their emotional, mental, or spiritual uh, development. Uh, I see a lot of people who have emotional wounds. In some ways, even though I'm not, obviously I'm not a pastor, I'm not their pastor, you know, but I'm leading them or co-laboring with them to a place of healing and wholeness. I want us to get outside that that thing of, uh, I got a title because I see people, uh, you know, we got titles and, I, you know, it ain't, it ain't, you know, sometimes, beloved, and I know I'm rambling, but it's my no page, whatever, where have you watched it, so I say what I want to say, Okay. Uh, sometimes the reason we have to be developed because sometimes it's like think about it like this I know I'm rambling but think about it like this sometimes you got the goods got all the ingredients for a great business a great leadership a great ministry you got all the ingredients but if you take it out too soon and serve it to people it's going to be damaging it's going to be damaging to you and it's going to be damaging to other people and I talked about in that book how we cannot endorse what God has not ordained or we try to endorse people and put them out there before it is time. It is very, very, very dangerous. Um, at a conference right now, the man of God began to talk about same thing I talked about in my book. He said it's very dangerous to give somebody a microphone uh, when they're not ready. Okay. And so make sure you pick up that book. So we're talking about 10 mindsets. I believe remember there's a difference between, and it's really a mindset. This is why it has to be developed in you, right? This is why I say, you know, so you, 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 just because you got a call does not mean you, you, you're ready to walk into it. The anointed time and appointed time don't happen at the same time. It is your ability to pass the test, the processes of life that then birth you into your role, right? This is why there's so many people who have, who Dr. Miles Monroe said uh, their potential is in the grave because they never actualized who they are, what they were supposed to be while they were here on earth. So you're not guaranteed anything. Uh, but there's a difference between someone who's a managerial mindset versus a leader mindset. And when you're in an organization, watch this, uh, most, and this is what I did in my, in my uh, research, most people um, think just because someone has a title, that means they're a leader, but they're really not. They're a manager. A manager is really uh, more concerned with keeping things together. The people that micromanage, they want to make sure the company does not go up in flames. These are the people that's more punitive. That's not necessarily a leader. That's more of a manager. Okay, it's more of a steward. God does expect us. What is not better than the other? God does expect us to steward what He has given us. But a leader is 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 different. That person is vision focused, forward focused, placement focused, and looking for how they can mentor, train, and develop other people to be the best that they can be. A real leader, believe it or not, is not so much focused on the here and now, but they're focused more on the future. And they're trying to find people who can help to 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 make the uh, to keep the vision uh, flowing, growing, and then flowing, and then also growing. Okay, so a, a leader is is vision focused. Put on it's vision focus the vision waits in a point in time and so oftentimes the leader will do is hear from prophetically what god is getting ready to say right or god, god is ready today they start making plans and putting things in place to begin to do what god is getting ready to release a leader is vision focused vision is always future focused right and so think about it from the perspective of joseph joseph um who was a dreamer well, he was a dreamer, but he was also someone who could interpret dreams. When he had one dream, you know, he don't have to have 50 million dreams, but if he had one dream that God gave him, that would mean he's a dreamer, okay? Uh, so 
But but again, this is what his leadership roles. He was able to prophetically hear and interpret the dream. Okay, about seven years of lack, seven years of plenty. And then he was able to use Washington's words of wisdom to begin to prepare the people of Israel and the people of Egypt about how they were to do things for and prepare for this years of, of lack. And it's the same one now. If you look at any organization, believe it, you will always have a seven-year um, uh, plan. In seven years, things will change. It does not necessarily mean that you're going to have seven years of plenty, seven years of lack, but we can generally look at how organizations change and grow. And generally, you want to anticipate significant changes, whether they're good or bad, within your organization every seven years. And then we have to do the whole what I did in the book. So I do plug. We have to begin to prepare uh, and begin to make strategic plans about our future. So again, a leader is vision-focused, um, and not only are they vision focused, they are strategists for the vision. And there's some people that depend upon your personality, your sphere of influence, uh, your strategy may need to change, you may devolve, you may need to see consultations. I am someone who can hear someone's vision, okay? And because I'm very detail oriented, can give you by the word of wisdom, more of a detailed uh, uh, execution plan, if you will. But I, I pay attention to details, okay? The next person uh, uh, leader, as a leader is not me focused, it's us focused. A leader is always focused on your growth. I said they're not always focused on the here and now. They are always tend to be more focused on your growth. So they're not like me, 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 me. That's how you know someone is not ready to leave or they're not quite because they're, they're focused on them. But when you are a true leader, it's when to, you're focused on us and where we are going, but you also are clear that you have been assigned to help other people get them there, right? To get there. So they're not like me, what can I, if, if, if you know, I think my pastor said this all the time that uh, the goal of every leader is to make you better than themselves. And that is a strategy to do that, but that's the goal. They're not looking at me. What can I do? Me, myself, and I. I was uh, literally, um, I woke up this morning and I heard the Lord said, God just be speaking to me. He said, um, every, there's a difference between a servant, right? Yeah, one people, a servant who really is being led by God is, 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 it can serve anywhere, right? They can serve in hidden spaces. They want to be the best servant they can be. If I graduate, I tell people the story all the time because I love this scenario. Howard University, when I graduated years ago, the president who's retiring at the time said, when you seek to serve, you'll discover greatness along the way. Someone who's truly a leader, a servant leader, is not focused on me and how can I get put on places, platforms, and how can I be seen? That is not a leader. That is someone who seeks attention because they need validation. A leader is saying, how can I serve and how can I best serve somebody else? Once you master serving so well, God takes you from obscurity and places you in platforms because your heart is sure and secure. Someone who's not ready, who is still not consecrated, who is still immature, they only are looking for opportunities to be seen. This is why I say the number one way you know that someone is not ready yet is that they are seeking people for postures and positions. But you know when you're ready, when God has called you to a place and you didn't seek anybody, you're not trying to get next to anybody to get there. That's how you know you're a leader. That's point number two. Point number three. <laughs> I love this stuff, y'all. 
Leaders are readers. You will never be a leader if you don't read, if you don't study, right? You study, you study your students. The Bible says, watch this, study to show thyself approved, a work, uh, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now it does, that's the referencing of the Bible, but it means that for every area, if you want to be great, you have to be a studier. Yes, that's yes, the Bible. Everything comes from the Bible. But study your craft. Study your spirit, your, 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 your fear of your spirit of influence. Excuse me. Study what God has put in your heart. If God says you're going to be a multimillionaire, you don't just shout, thank you, Jesus. Okay, well, you're not going to be one if you don't study. You have to look at, okay, God, what business are am I called to? And then you study the craft and you study people who have done it better than you. I am not, in, I always tell people, people, you know, sometimes people think you're a woman and you're just jealous of other women. That's just not true. But I love to see other women, particularly women entrepreneurs, women on uh, uh, private practice owners. Some people, some of them even like if they're, if I'm further along, because I've been doing this a long time, I just love to see people just really honing in on their craft. It makes me feel good. But one thing I've always learned is I love to also meet with women who are more successful than me so that I can glean from their knowledge. So leaders are always learners. And you can tell, my beloved, you can tell when somebody is attention-seeking and not a reader. Because you sound, they, mm, let me not, y'all, I got to get on myself. You sound real good, but ain't no substance behind what you say. But when you have been in God, the Bible says that the disciples, I think it was Peter, they said they could tell they, was, they were not learned men, but they had been with God. And so even that learned didn't mean not me study. That means they, they didn't have a, you know, a doctor degree. You understand what I'm saying? So when you are a true leader, you have times and spaces where God, he hones in and you study, but you're not studying to impress people. You're not studying to impress people. You are studying to be, uh, to be, uh, to be known by God. You are studying to be approved by God. And once God sees your, your, your study, when, when he sees you preparing, he is the one that will promote you. This is why you don't have to go tripping and dipping and slipping, trying to get next to people. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Well, man can pick you, God won't. And then sometimes God will sit there and let you get picked, but God's dang who I chose. So you really want God to pick you. You want to be a leader, get in God's face, have right motives, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And when it is time, God will birth you. And what God has done, no man can take you down. Ha, la, 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 shata. Leaders, a <laughs> uh, title does not mean leading. It does not. We all, let me tell you, let me tell you, I worked in different places in my life. You had that one person, right? That they do exceptionally well in one area. And as soon as they get that position, they don't. Just because someone is good at um at one thing does not mean they should live. like you could be a good a good salesperson you sell uh and you do actually well but then you get to that position of uh your head over the sales team because your, your numbers are so high and you made the company all this money and then the company goes down 
uh, because uh, you're not a good you're not a good leader. You're you're a good worker. That's why there's a stage to leadership development. Okay, everyone. Sometimes you're just not uh, you're just not ready. So just because someone has a position does not mean that's the position that promised them. Because people can be people really can just look the part nowadays, have a few social media files and sound real cute. And then you you can be surprised places the spaces they go. But when God has done it, hunches. When God does it, <laughs> come on, come on now. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Leaders have prophetic insight. Insight simply means vision. Like I said, they they're not, they're looking at uh what's gonna happen in six months, two years, seven years, ten years, after I go on. Uh, you, 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 you're not thinking perfectly about right here, right now, person. You have to actualize that, but you're making plans. A leader is a planner. Okay, me, I, me, and myself, and one of my, um, I have a, a, a college, uh, friends I went to school with, like, and lots of people do this. If you're really a true, true leader, we plan out our year. Now I start planning my year around about September, October. God has to give me downloads. I'm a little bit behind because you know I was going through some things last year. So all the books that I am writing now, I was supposed to write two years ago. I, I yes, yes, I I do. I got delayed. Okay, don't worry about it. I did. But the point is, like literally, people that are leading, well, I have, they they plan out their year. Now I plan in like September. My my uh, college friend. She plans out her whole year next year in, in June, July. I'm like, sis, what? what? <laughs> I, I ain't quite ready right there. But that's how you know someone's a leader. They're not there forward thinking. Yes, these are the things I need to accomplish. But in June, July, she's starting to plan out her next year. Come on, that's a flex right there. Now, that ain't me. I, I got to do what God tells me to do. But September, October, that's when I'm starting looking at planning what I need to accomplish next year. And I plan it out. Most of the time, I complete it. However, like I said, I was going through some things, honey. <laughs> I had to get some people out of my life. And then <laughs> I'm able to focus, okay? But they had that's prophetic insight. Now, I, I did a teaching a while back, and I talked about, um, what I talk about, Lord Jesus? I talked about with my, my planner. So I usually have a planner. I switched your know, digital planning. <laughs> you know, I'm coming up on the you know, the electronic stuff. <laughs> um, but I did my digital planning. Uh, I did a digital planning, but usually uh, I, people probably had a paper. It, whatever, Samaria. I'm rambling. Just, just go with me. Just just go with me, okay? But usually, so I'll plan out everything in the year I want to do. I, I had my prophetic words. Uh, maybe that's why uh, for, for the year, thing that God wants me to accomplish and that I usually have somewhere in my planner uh, at the beginning or the back, depending upon the type of planner I have. And then each month, I'll plan out what I need to accomplish with each month. Um, I I know the details of everything I need to, and then I have daily goals. Now, I for me, I don't generally write out my daily goals because uh, I'm seeing clients, and usually my schedule gets booked up so quick. So I usually have to kind of plan uh, in between, you know, like multitasking. But I always say this week I need to accomplish this. So if I get a cancellation. Uh, I'm on my lunch break. Like right now, uh, we're on a, 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 a at a conference. We're on a break, and so now I'm wanting to do this teaching, 
And so I've, I'm not the type of person that plans out my day strategically per se. Sometimes I really just get up in the morning and I know, okay, based upon my schedule, and I see my schedule, who I'm in clients I have to see, uh, I then I tend to, at the at the morning, after my prayer time, write out everything that I need to write. Um, but I still have my plan. I still have out what I'm going to accomplish. That's why I show you all this. It may be a glare. Um, let me I don't want to get sidetracked. Well, I guess I am getting sidetracked. You know, I have my success folder I have here. And I'm showing it to you. I don't know if y'all can. Okay. No, you can't see it. Never mind. Okay. Can't see it because it's a glare. But I have my to-do list and um, I still have it out. I, and I've been doing this for you. And this is how when people ask, how have you been able to accomplish so much? How are you able to write so many books? The more of a planner you are, the better. Uh, I had things that had not happened yet in my life. I, every vision God gives me, I have a journal that I write that down in. Uh, let me get back to my notes here. I have a journal that I write down in, uh, that I write stuff down in, my dreams and visions when I hear from God. Just ha just get in the habit of having something. Now, my journals, I keep a regular paper journal. I keep it right next to my bed. So things are next to my bed is my pen and a journal. So now I have it next to me in my bed, but don't y'all worry about all that, okay? <laughs> so, uh, but that's what I do. But I start planning out. And then when God gives me instructions, he does. Sometimes God gives instructions, things I need to read, things I need to study. You know, I started talking about the Deborah anointing. I never studied Deborah anointing prior to that. I heard about it, but I never really dug, dug deep. And I started studying that. God, the Lord told me to. And I realized that God had called me to be a Deborah. Well, you know, I'm a Deborah. Like, that's just not, my name, not Deborah, but you read the Bible. Okay. <laughs> then I started studying on Ezra. And so, all these things. Uh, the more when a leader has to hear from God prophetically for themselves and the people that they're going to and the people they're leading. So they have prophetic insight. Now, prophetic insight is not just going over and laying hands on someone else and props on. That's a part of it, but it ought to be insight, insight, insight. What is God saying to me about me first? Please don't try to tell me, props on me about something God is doing in my life when you don't even have prophetic word for your own life. I mean, I mean, I ain't just, I'm just telling like a TI is. So in for me first, my study has to be for in me first. God has to correct me first. Then out of the abundance of my heart, he's going to speak to me through other people, to other people, excuse me, right? So I just told you this, I just kind of skipped over. Leaders are strategic planners, all right? Some of us more than others, Okay. But that you you'll you'll never be a leader if you don't have a plan. And I'm not talking about plan to get in front of people. I'm talking about you just naturally playing out your life. Leaders tend not to be a micro man. A real leader is not a micromanager. They're good at teachers. They're teachers. But I'm eight. So I said strategic planners. They're not micromanagers, and they're also teachers. Teachers. But watch this. You must first be a great student. All of the apostles in the Bible started off as a disciple. Even the one that never met Jesus, a.k.a. Apostle Paul. He believed that after he received his call, he went to the Asian minor for three years. And I believe he sat at God's feet and began to hear revelation. So a disciple is simply a student. If you cannot master being a student, you will never master being a leader. If you cannot articulate and teach people, you are not going to be a leader. Even though everyone can be a leader, everyone is not going to be, right? Uh, so a leader, you can, you are not fit to lead 
if you cannot be led, and I say everybody's a leader, but there's some things that are going to stop it. If you can't be led, you won't be a leader. And there are lots of people who seek a platform as a position, but you can't be led. You have a vagabond spirit. You go from place to place to place to place to place, seeking platforms, but you can't be led. Leaders also have a culture of honor. You will never be positioned to platform a real leader now. A real leader is going to have a culture of honor. Okay? It's just not going to happen. Leaders have a different mindset. Um, particularly with someone driven by their purpose. They're not, they don't have a lot of time. I've observed people who are true leaders, they, like they tend to have a sternness about them, but like a kindness, but they don't have a lot of time for pettiness and foolery. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't really want to deal with people who are petty and because it's a distraction to what they're trying to do. If I'm going over, this is why leaders have to deal with people who are um, from a, a personal uh, uh, professional, you, the people that you allow in your inner space need to be refueled and people who iron sharp as iron because they don't have a lot of time and they don't really do well with people who are petty, who are emotionally uh, have emotional issues and just are emotionally draining. And that's one of the key side swipes that people don't even think about. You just don't do well with people who are mostly draining because you're focused on your purpose and your destiny and you shouldn't, okay? Um, and again, remember in context, my I personalize. Remember, I'm a therapist, so of course I deal with people emotionally, uh, have some emotional issues, and that's just my my profession. But in my personal life, because of my profession and because of what I had to accomplish in life, I don't deal with people who have deep seated, draining emotional issues that need a lot of time and attention in my personal life. You understand? Because I had to have a balance and I had to set boundaries. Now, what else? Uh, so that's about it. So people, <laughs> four things just to know. These are bonus. Uh, followers does not mean you're leading. You can have hundreds of thousands of followers and, and influence. It means you influence people, but it doesn't necessarily mean you are their leader. And you have to determine the two. Just because people like you, I, does not mean you should be leading them. I know someone that started a mentorship business because people just like them and have never actually mentored or completed anything. You cannot want to be a coach if you have never coached someone from it. You don't have any experience. You have to lead people from a place, from a, a place of experience. People say, well, Dave, I give you this example. Well, David didn't have experience being a king. David had lots of experience fighting lions and tigers and bears and then a Goliath before he was even positioned a platform. There is a such thing called a process. You are not a leader, you know, you're a process. But how we started coaching business and mentorship businesses and, and all kinds of businesses and you have no history of completed work. You don't have any experience doing these things. You understand what I'm saying? It's like a, it's, it's, it's like catchy now. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. I'm a leader. Well, what, 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 what qualifies you to do that? You know, how can you help people start a business that you have never started? How can you help people and you mentor them and you were hot nets? Right? Okay. Now that sounds hot. That sounds, sounds mean, no, no. But I said it like a TI is, and I'm not taking it back. I'm just, and I'm not throwing shade. I'm just. Sometimes you gotta have people to tell you the truth in love. Right. Doesn't mean you can't do it in the future. Well, we live in this generation. They just want to skip processes. They really do. They want to skip processes. They want to be leading people. And that's just funny. Gifting is not leading. Just because you are gifted in the area does not mean you should be leading people in the area. Sometimes people just don't have good people skills. You know, just because you are a singer does not mean you're supposed to be leading the praise and worship team. You understand what I'm saying? Just because you can preach does not mean you're a leader. 
Just because <laughs> you uh, like to do hair does not mean you should be teaching courses on hair on 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 on, on, on hair courses. You understand? So some people just don't have good people skills, right? Uh, where there is no process, I said that, but I'm gonna say it again. Where there is no process, there is no leading. Why are people getting leadership positions and you have no process? How is that going to work for our organization? How is that going to contribute to our success if there is no process? That is dangerous. Talk about organization failing. Talk about, talk about signing up for having our organization to crash and burn. Put people in positions. And I gave you this example in the book. Um, one example, the different examples that I have. Um, Elizabeth Holmes uh, being one of them. Um, um, uh, uh, what's the other thing? Oh, I watched a um, documentary on the Lulu, Layla Rue, uh, um, Layla Rue, I can't think of any documentary on Netflix. No, it was, Netflix, it was Amazon Prime. And there, there's other examples, because this is kind of what I do um, as far as studying is concerned. Uh, and then one of the key things they did that contributed to the demise of a billion dollar organization uh, Gucci, believe it or not, the, the movie Gucci. Um, but one of the things, the key things that Layla Rue did, and this allegedly now, so don't come for me, was started putting people in position based upon loyalty because you're my kids. And guess what happened to the organization? It was it, it's still going to this day. But when I talk about a huge, 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 huge failure and controversy, you know why? Because they put the wrong people in positions. And so if you want your organization to fail. Go ahead and have that put the wrong people in positions who have no experience. Make them your leaders. I don't understand it. Do you just like people? You just loyal to people. You just like them. You just put them someplace because they sound good. I don't get it. <laughs> Every leader has a history of completed work. You should have a history of completed work. Okay. Are right, y'all all doctors? Oh, oh, my next one, y'all. This is going to be a good, juicy one. Y'all ready? It's going to be how does a Christian deal with office? politics okay there is a way for christian to deal with office politics and i know it can be very difficult um but it's gonna be good but anyway so i am y'all know who i am but if you want to across speaking engagements if you want to download copies because like, i have a couple of digital products lots of digital products all kinds of stuff and and, and trainings just go to my website at www.christianmarycobra.com if you are a North Carolina resident, and you must be a North Carolina resident, okay, you can go to my website at www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. And the only way that you can schedule at kingdomcreativecounseling.com is to go to kingdomcreativecounseling.com. You would be surprised that people just do not follow these instructions, <laughs> okay? And then, uh, of course, my training courses are www.trainingchristianleaders.com. Oh, Make sure you go to that website, though, because I have lots of books. The, the latest one is the latest book that I just wrote, but I have lots of books going back from years. I think the first book I wrote, uh, believe it or not, is uh, it was called No Problems Without a Process, The Makings of a True Prophet, okay? And so I have lots and lots and lots of books on that, but the most, the one I'm, uh, I'm actually promoting right at this moment is the one, I, just, the, I can't talk y'all, is <laughs> the one that I just, uh, I just completed um, maybe a couple weeks ago, okay? All right, thank y'all. Love y'all so much. We'll be back in the day. Another time, another bag, y'all. Let's get a pop it, y'all. Bye.